All right, guys, welcome back to the podcast for Tuesday, May 16th, 2023. Thanks again, guys, for joining us on Tuesday this this uh, this week. We're going to be breaking down UFC Vegas 73, Dern versus... I can't believe we've had 73 of these fucking Vegas cards already. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, in the Apex even, right? Or I think one of them was the uh, Virgin Hotel, but still, it's a lot of... Vegas. I think, was that, a very, was that the UFC Vegas or was that a different... Was Las Vegas. Las Vegas, yeah. So, okay, so 73 that was at the Apex. Yeah. And it's gone by quick. All right, guys, we got, more, I think, actually more in the Apex. Right? We had also some pay per views in the Apex. Actually, the right. Good point. Good point. That's true. Good point. So, anyways, there's a lot of fucking cards <laughs> <laughs> without fans. Um, we're going to be breaking down UFC Vegas 73, Dern versus Hill. We've got 12 fights to talk about myself. Looking forward to it. I always ask you this, man, before we get into the cards, like, what's your overall thoughts on, on this card before we, you know, break down all the fights? What do you think? So it's okay. So I was like 5.5 and 6, but then I see Natalia Silva's on it, so I'm going 8. <laughs> Natalia's the biggest favorite in the card. Um, right before we start, we got a question. I'll answer it really quickly before we do the uh, preview. Yeah, Knox is saying, what do you think about Dumbay's uh, explanation of why the UFC released the UFC doctors messed up? It just sounds like he got more money from PFL. That's what it sounded like to me. And maybe I'm missing something, but what, did you hear anything differently? Or It's like uh, he got uh, like uh, examined by the doctors and they found something, but then they didn't find something anymore. So I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I haven't seen it exactly, but uh, right. I mean, yeah. Fair enough. All right. So, anyways, let's get into the card here. My overall thoughts on this card: I, I think it's decent. I, I don't think the main event's a great main event. I think it's an okay fight, obviously, but yeah. it's not really a main event in my opinion. I think they could have had something better uh, to be the headliner. But overall, I think the card's not bad. There's some fun fights on it, um, but uh, definitely, I would say one of the weaker fighter cards. But it doesn't mean I'm not going to watch it. I'm obviously going to watch. I actually think there's going to be potentially quite a few knockouts in this card as well. So, let's get into it, guys. Let's start with uh, the first fight of the night, Marcel. We got a welterweight bout between Takashi Sato and Themba Garimbo. Odds for this one, guys. It's literally a pick of minus 110 each. What do you think, man? It's, it's difficult. You know, I feel like uh, uh, I think that this fight will keep it on the feet, I probably think. You know, uh, Takashi Sato has uh, three losses in a row, right? Uh, but he fought good competition. Um for, won twice in the UFC, lost four. Um, yeah, and, and then we look at Tamba Garimbo. Uh, he made his debut last time, lost to AJ Fletcher. Um, I'm taking Tamba, but I'm not sure, man. I'm taking him with a decision here, but I wouldn't be surprised if Takashi wins. It's difficult. It's a it's a tricky one, but I can't pick this uh, this guy Garimbo. I, I, I trust you. It's not like I want to pick Sato because he's looked bad. Don't get me wrong, he's looked bad. Like, I don't think he's really UFC quality, but he does have power. He does have six fights now in the UFC. He's got some experience. He's fought really good competition, too, okay? So let's give the guy credit. And then you look at Garimbo. I mean, the guy looked, like, decent in the first round against uh, AJ Fletcher, who's a really small welterweight, by the way. Looked okay in that first round. Completely gassed after that. Got, you know, uh, choked out. Um, he hasn't fought good competition. He has limited experience in this kind of competition. Um, he's also, uh, you know, not like exactly a young guy either. Um, Sato is a little bit, he's, a year, he's like six months older. It's not the big difference, but just saying Grimbo doesn't have like a ton of experience and he's not like 21, he's, he's 32. So I, don't, I can't trust the guy Marcel after what I saw in the debut. Uh, again, I wasn't planning on picking Sato here because when I first looked at him, I'm like, I can't pick Sato. The guy is not good. I'm not picking him, but I can't pick Grimbo either, dude. So we have a, uh, 
a different pick right off the bat. I'm going to go with Sato by knockout. Uh, that's how he wins his fights. He wins by knockout. So if he doesn't win by knockout, he probably ends up losing this fight. But I think he can get the guy, the guy out of there. I'm going to go a second round knockout, Marcel. I think Garimbo is going to get tired again and get knocked out. That's my pick. That's why I'm picking him by knockout, Glenn, because all of his wins are by knockout, basically. Do you think it's possible, Marcel? I mean, I know you picked Garimbo. Of course. Right? It's like 50 yeah. 50 to me. So it yeah, can go that's either a, way. We'll literally do it to pick him. It's minus yeah. 110 odds. So. You're right. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys, because we, this is Marcel's fight, and Marcel, it's your girl. I'm going to let you take it away here in a second. You got Natalia Silva against Victoria Leonardo. Marcel, minus 800 on Natalia Silva. <laughs> plus 575, Victoria Leonardo. I mean, listen, dude, we're not getting plus 200. <laughs> we, we didn't get what you fought, uh, Jasmine, Jasmine Vistas, or even the last fight against that Teresa Blita. I think it was like even fight, even in the odds, right? So you're laying 8-1 to one now on this girl, but Maybe it's worth it. I don't know, Marcel. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, like, I don't understand, man. You pretty much go from Jasuda Vicious to Teresa Bleda. You go to Victoria Leonardo. I <laughs> don't get sense. it either, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, and also, like, if you want to showcase her, for example, why, why put you so on the, buried on the prelims? Yeah, though? exactly. That's so weird. You Bro, know? Why, okay, tell me, seriously, why is this on the main card? Why the fuck is do Cody and Gunitas on the main card, not this fight? I get it. Leonardo's not good, but this is a showcase fight. Yeah. Or a girl who's very talented. I'm bothered by this one. I don't usually get too worked up with the card placement, but she's buried on the prelims here. It makes no sense to me. Yeah. I'm going all in. I pick her by first round knockout. You know, hundred percent. She. I think she finishes the fight. I just looked. The odds under two and a half rounds is minus one thirty five. I don't see any other props or anything, but I think she finishes her quick. I, this fight's not going three, right? I don't think so. No. No. I think Natalia still finishes her quick too. Everyone's going to say it in this chat. No one's going to pick Victoria. She probably beat the toughest opponent in her debut, man. Yeah, yeah, I, like, I know, right? And then I thought that it's almost like she went like this a little bit, right? Like, yeah, I, I don't get it. It's weird. It's, weird. I don't like when they do that. I almost feel like it hurts the fighter in a way because it's like, yeah, yeah they are getting wins <clears> on the resume, but like, I think they need to go up in competition more. So. Yeah, of course. Um, <clears throat> I missed a comment by the way. Hey, dear dancer, he said, "Do you think Rosenstrike's cut?" I don't think so because he's top ten, but like, he didn't look good at all. I, I, I think you probably feel the same way, right? I would, mm. I would imagine. Yeah. Better make this count, Marcel. So we'll probably finish the beat real quick. I think she finishes her really fast. I think we all do. I mean, this is not a, like it's not really a hard fight to call. I don't think. <laughs> watch, watch her go and lose. <laughs> all right. Speaking of a uh, kind of a tricky fight to call, we got Chase Super King and Nick Fiore, Marcel. And Nick Fiore is actually favored to win this fight. It's minus one forty, and Chase Super is plus one twenty. I want to get your thoughts on this one, man. Yeah, and that's probably because Nick Fiore didn't look really bad against Mateusz Rebecki when everybody thought uh, Rebecki would steamroll him, which wouldn't, what didn't happen. And Chase Hooper didn't look good in this last fight, man. He looked completely – he looked he really destroyed. bad. Yeah, he looked really bad. So, yeah, it's, it's, this is a difficult one, man. I mean, uh, Chase Hooper isn't a bad fighter, but he's just super inexperienced still, you know. And if you look at Nick Fiore, uh, don't forget Nick Fiore has uh, two wins over uh, Jail. Yeah, the GOAT. Yeah, he's 25 years of age. Chase Hooper is actually a little bit younger. He's two years younger. So it's two young guys pretty much, you know. Um, man, what are the odds here? Chase Hooper is the underdog, plus 120. Nick Fiore, minus 140 favorite. Can't agree with it, dude. I, I think okay. I'm picking Nick Fiore with a decision here. Fair enough. Um, the odds opened at – I want to check the opening odds. Chase opened at minus 116. So open as a small favorite, basically a pick and fight now. More money's coming in Fury, but still close odds. Um, I don't blame you. I'll tell you that right now because Chase looked bad in his last fight. Although I do think that loss doesn't look as bad now that uh, Steve Garcia got that crazy win over uh, the um, Shaylin Nudebiaki guy. Like that, he's just showed his power again, right? So we know he's got a lot of fucking power. Um, 
it wasn't a good performance by Chase, but like I also I also feel like we're kind of forgetting, you know, his fight before that against Felipe Claris. By the way, rest in peace to that guy. Did we even we think we did talk about him? Yeah, we fight. talk about it. Yeah, that was that was his last fight in the UFC, mm-hmm. and that was just that wasn't even one year ago. Now he's dead. It's fucking crazy. Eh? The world's fucked. Um, but that was a great performance by Chase. Remember that? Yeah. Like, so he went from having by far his best fight to his worst fight by far. Um, so I really don't know kind of where he stands right now, but I do know he's only twenty three. I also know he's had. Uh, what seven fights now in the UFC? He's four and three, or sorry, he has at six fights, excuse me, three and three plus the contender fight. So he has a decent amount of experience now. He's fought pretty good competition, not great, but decent. Like Garcia's not bad, Claris, Peterson, these guys aren't bad. Caceres, even like they're not bad fighters. Um, mm-hmm. it's hard to trust Chase because we know the holes in this game, the, the striking defense is, is terrible. Um, but here's the thing I watched Nick Fury's fights, Marcel. He's a grappler, man. Like, he's he's a guy that wants to grapple and. Against Chase Hooper, like I would still think Chase would be the better grappler. Chase is also the taller fighter. He's the longer fighter. He's a southpaw. Nick Fury's not really a great striker from what I've seen. Um, he's more of a guy that looks to get you on the ground or, or you know, go for an opportunistic uh, takedown. It's possible he could out-wrestle Chase because we saw that happen against uh, Steven Peterson. Mm-hmm. But my thoughts are that Chase probably is the better grappler here, Marcel. I think he could probably um, get the better of the positions on the ground and, and, and grind out a decision here, I'm thinking. So... I'll go Chase Super as a small underdog. It's not like a super confident pick because that last fight was just so bad. But at the same time, I I just kind of feel like he should be favored here against a guy who has one fight. And I know he I know he didn't look horrible, but he still lost every round. You know, it's not like he looked great either. Um, Nick Nick's only got seven fights compared to fifteen for Chase. That's a that's half as much experience. Um, he he could win. He's, he's definitely live here, but I also feel like Chase should be favored. I think the. Uh, the odds should probably be flipped, so there might be a little bit of value in Chase, in my opinion, but it's still hard to trust the guy. But I think it's Dogger Pass, guys, personally. A couple other comments here. Uh, Antoine, what's up, man? How's it going? Uh, go back and watch the first stream, Anto- uh, stream Antoine. It was a fun, uh, it was a fun one. Let's like ask you guys, who do you have in Aspel versus Almeida? I think Marcel actually was the one who said suggested that fight in the last stream. Uh, I think you have to uh, probably go with uh, Aspinall at this point, but I think Almeida's got a good chance. Um, I... I- Maybe you feel so. I don't know what you feel like, but that's a dream fight. So, you have any thoughts? Um, um tough one to even think about. Yeah, diff- difficult, man. I think Espinal has shown more of his of his striking as well. You know what I mean? Almeida hasn't, so it's very yeah. difficult. Yeah, that's why I have to pick him because I think he's more well rounded. But like again, he is coming off that horrible injury. Like, we'll see. By the way, I have yeah. uh, I have the bold guy here. So if something if you comes see anything, up, let me know. We'll just, we'll yeah, I will, I will put the sound on if anything comes up because like, for my phone, I can get the sound on. So. Chase is no striking beating is too well. It's concerning. I agree. That's the thing. Fiori's uh, opposition is not very good. Looks like we were trying to put on some strength in the gym. Well, he's got to stop the takedowns. If he can stop them and get on top, he probably wins this fight. Chase is throwing in JLs for sparring as he fought Fiori twice. Did he actually? Did he fucking actually? Because I watched the JLs fight and, like, it was a joke. He got tapped over the rear naked choke again. Like, JLs is the worst submission defense of all time. I, th- I think he literally has the most submission losses, right, of all time. Pretty sure. Possible. Very possible. I think it's pretty, very, very possible. Maybe it's someone else, but I think it's him. All right, we'll go to the next fight here, Marcel. We got Ilir Latifi taking on Rodrigo Yogi Bear Nascimento. And odds for this one, we got Yogi Bear is minus 200 and plus 170 on Ilir Latifi. What do you think? Yeah, the thing is with Ilir Latifi, you know what he's going to do? He's going to try to take you down. He's going to try to grind you out. That's what he's going to try to do. 
Nashimanto, um, Nashimanto is an okay fighter, man, but he's like really inconsistent. I feel like he won against Tanner Bozo, which was a super close fight. Uh, he had the Alain Bodo, uh, where he got the no contest, but he actually won, but it's overturned, right? And before that, lost to Chris Dawkins, got the win over Dontel Mace, and uh, he's from the Contender Series before that. It's like, do I think he's good enough to stop uh, Latifi from wrestling, you know? And I think at a certain moment, Latifi will get the takedown and wrestle with it. So uh, I'm actually picking the dog here, man. I'm going with Latifi here. I think he takes the decision. Interesting. You think he's going to grind him out then? Yeah. Um, possible. I mean, Latifi's as strong as an ox, obviously, for a guy who's not the biggest heavy. We know that. But I kind of look at this as kind of like a mirror match a little bit, man. I got to be honest. Like, I think Nascimento is also kind of a grinder, too. And he's just a lot bigger. You know, he's four inches height. He's got seven inches of reach. He's also going to be the heavier fighter as well. Um, he's also 10 years younger. I mean, how could I not pick him here? Obviously, I'm picking Nascimento. Uh, all respect, Marcel. I mean, the TV's obviously a strong dude. He's got a chance to win, but I just think all the advantages go with Nascimento here. Like, I, I feel like... The, the, I think this, the uh, the grappling's probably going to get neutralized. You see some striking in this fight, and I just have a little bit more faith with Nascimento to make some improvements, especially, you know, training at uh, ATT and everything. The TV, he's been around forever, guys. Like, we know what he, he does, and... I don't know, man. He's kind of like a blanket now. That's kind of all he does. He doesn't really do anything else. And I kind of feel like the UFC knows what they're doing with this fight. Personally, I think they got they got a guy that can neutralize the other guy in his best area. And I think he's going to do that. So I'll take Nasty Mento here. And like you said, the TV's pretty durable, right? So I'll take him by decision. That'll be my pick. Nasty Mento by decision. But I do think he wins the fight. Um, yeah, Glenn, I, I figure it was a joke. <laughs> Get your 20 finger fingers ready, Marcel, for sure. I have my phone ready for the for the announcement, so uh, we still see this. All right, we'll go to the next fight here. We got Orion Kossi taking on Gilbert Urbina, and the odds for this were interesting. Kossi actually opened as like minus two twenty five favorite, and now the odds are basically a pick of minus one twenty Kossi plus one hundred Urbina. So a big line movement here on Urbina, which is kind of weird because he hasn't fought in forever. But I guess people are fading Kossi. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know, man. It's a really weird fight to me. You know, Orion Kosi uh, got that win over uh, Mike Mathida, known as Blood Diamond. Uh, started well, I think. Then also gassed again, but he still got the win. Urbina, yeah, he gassed bad in that fight, but that was like against Battle and it was short notice. I think he, uh, yeah. he got that uh, replacement for for the for the for the Ultimate Fighter finale. Um, this is such a really weird fight, man. Where. I wouldn't be surprised if this goes to a split decision or somehow, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm taking Kosi here, but I'm far from sure. I wouldn't bet on this fight at all. I'm with you. Even though the line movement, like, it's kind of tempting to take Kosi now because the line movement moves so much. It's still, like, kind of a weird fight, head-scratching fight. And, you know, Urbina hasn't fought in a while, right? And, like, maybe he's gotten better in the two years he's been away. It's possible. He's still a young guy. He's only 27, right? He's very young. Um, they both have the same amount of experience, nine fights, not much. Urbina's actually the taller guy, longer reach younger fighter like he's got some advantages in this fight there's no doubt like he could pull it off i just find it hard to trust the guy that looked pretty bad in his debut that hasn't fought in two years it's not like this is this isn't fucking gsp that you know went away for four years this is good with Urbina. and to be fair like the urbina brothers have not done well in the ufc his brother hector urbina didn't have a good career either in the ufc i just feel like they're kind of guys they're you know they're, they're born fighters marcel but they're not ufc caliber if that makes sense his brother went one and two in the ufc was there a third brother was there a third urbina brother um Hector Urbina, Gilbert Urbina. I think that was, but I don't know if it was in the UFC. Let me check. Uh, Elias. That's me? Yeah, Elias Urbina, I think, yeah. Really? Okay. Gilbert, Hector, and Elias, I think. 
who sent this guy. Um, oh, okay. Yep, yep. Good call. So he's in Kabache. He hasn't fought. In, oh, actually, he was on the Ultimate Fighter. Oh, okay. Oh, he fought Bavon Lewis on Contender and lost. That was the guy. Ah, okay. All right, so he kind of made it to the UFC almost. <laughs> there it Anyways. is, dude. So, oh, no, not yet. There's still the, the promo from this week. But uh, right. Dana will come up in, in 20 seconds, I think. All right. Urbino looked horrible and tough. I have to go to Kossi. Me too. First, Urbino was on. Yeah, all three of them were in the, in, uh, the show. Uh, in uh, I think the second one was in the, the uh, what's his name? Um, Gilbert Hector. Elias, Hector. <laughs> I think he was on the, uh, what's his name? Hector was on the Mexican or the uh, Latin America, right? Wasn't Possible, it? yeah. Let me double check. Here is Dana. Uh, yes, here is Dana White. We have an incredible summer of fights coming up. Yeah, let's listen to you guys. International Fight Week is July 8th, and UFC 290 will be headlined by featherweight champion Alexander Volkanovsky, and he's going to be facing the interim champ, Yair Rodriguez. That's the beginning of an incredible lineup in July. To end the month, we're going back to Salt Lake City, Utah. Here we go. And I want to thank our partners at the Utah Jazz and Smith Entertainment Group for hosting UFC 291 on Saturday, July 29th from the Delta Center. Probably hold so, it. Since Jorge Masvidal retired, the BMF title is back up no, for grabs. No way. The no way. will be five rounds between the number two and number three lightweights in the world. Former champion Dustin Poirier yes. takes on another former yes. champion. Yes. 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 Tony Ferguson versus Bobby Green, Michael Chiesa versus Kevin Holland, and Paulo Costa is back, and he takes on contender series standout Ikram Alaskara. Oh, is going to be on ABC, and some of the other big fights include Derek Lewis versus Marcos Rogerio de Lima, and Stephen Thompson takes on Michelle Pereira. Tickets go on sale Friday, June 2nd at Ticketmaster.com. Oh, my God. The Utah event last summer was a blast. And I'm looking very forward to getting back to the Delta Center. Now, in August, we told you a few weeks ago that we were targeting Boston, Massachusetts, and now it is official. UFC 292 on August 19th, the fight everybody has been waiting for. Here we go. Al Jermaine Sterling versus Sugar Sean O'Malley. O'Malley is unbeaten in his last five fights and will be the fourth Contender Series alum to fight for a UFC title. The co-main event will be Whaley Zhang versus Amanda Lemos, who won seven of her last eight fights, and that fight is obviously oh. going to be for Whaley's strawweight title. Uh. Back in Boston for the first time in almost four years, and we will see you this Saturday for Dern versus Hill on ESPN+. And do not forget, Power Slap is back live. In Nobody cares. Bro, I'm fucking pumped. I'm fucking pumped, boys. Let's go. Dustin Poirier and, and Justin Gaethje for the BMF, it just makes sense, right? It makes sense. I know it's just, you know, it's a fake title or whatever, but that fight is fucking awesome. And the fact it's a five-round fight, it's beautiful. Blahovitz and, and Perea is an amazing fight. And then you have, was it Bobby Green and Tony Ferguson? That's a fun fight. What was the other fight you said uh, for that card? Um, Derek, um, did you say Derek Lewis is on? Yeah, was... Derek Lewis against Marcos Rogério de Lima. Okay. Another... Didn't they fight once or no? That might be mistaken. Maybe I'm, maybe I don't I'm know. Wrong. I can't remember. 
Still Chuck, but yeah, I mean, overall, man, good announcements. And then obviously Tony, we have Aljo and Tony and Ferguson, Bobby Green. Yep, yep, yep. Um, no, he didn't fight the Lima yet, so that's a new fight. No. Costa against Alice Karov. <laughs> what do you think of that fight? What do you think? I think Costa might might guess <laughs> at Salt Lake City, bro. So this is on this is on ABC. It's a free card. No, it's, it's Salt Lake City, man. Oh, it's okay, okay. What, what's the one he just said was free? Then he just said something about ABC, dude. He just said that, didn't he? I could have swore he said that. No, that was Power Slap he was talking about. Oh, he's talking about fuck. Uh, sorry, guys. I, I was so piped about the. Uh... All right. Well, obviously, yeah, you have to pay for this fight. Anyways, wow, that was fun, right? Nice little yeah. uh, impromptu <laughs> announcement during during the uh, the card. It's just because uh, just to sell more tickets, really, Glenn. I mean, but honestly, like those are the two baddest motherfuckers. They're way better than Jorge. I mean, wouldn't you say? I think so. Yeah, it's great. That's right. I think Poirier, yeah. I mean, the first fight I, I picked Justin, and he got smashed. So I, I don't know. It's interesting. I, I only don't fight. like the Zhang Wili against Lamos fight. I don't like that one. Yeah. No, I don't like it either. But I think overall, these are some fucking good fights, man. And like, I, 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 I'm, I'm pumped, guys. I'm pumped. I already was, and now it's like great, great fucking card. I agree, man. Great card. Paul Costa, Alex Scare was a beast, though, bro. I mean, the UFC believes in him, eh, Marcel? They must think he's legit. Yeah. But it is kind of weird that Paul's fighting a, a not. He waited all this time to fight out of the top fifteen. It's kind of yeah. weird. <laughs> it's really weird. Or Paul, Apollo comes up uh, in, in two in two hours and he's like, "I never signed a contract." What are you talking about? The UFC must be high in Alex Kirov, right? They must be. So, I think it's. A, I think both the well the two ninety two ninety one card looks fucking stacked, right? When you say, yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, That's the two ninety one. I don't know. I mean. I just don't think Lemos really deserves it, guys, personally. You know, like, she just lost it. Adraj, who got destroyed in the last two fights. So I don't know. Um, but, yeah, let's cut a couple comments. Andrew doesn't think Dal just going to fight. You see now something he's agreed to. I think they, like, for these getting the white special announcements, they've been pretty good about getting the fights signed before they announce them, right? I think. But, honestly, Andrew, you could you, you might be right. <laughs> so I wouldn't put it past uh, Dana. Oscar was calm. Yeah, I kind of surprised by that. Isn't it, Marcel? It kind of a hit to Hamza a little bit, like because that was the fight they were talking about. They were like, oh, we'll do Hamza and Paulo, and now they're going to do. So it's kind of weird. They pay him all this money to fight a prospect. It's fucking weird, isn't it? Yeah, indeed. It is. But what, what the hell is with doing with those rename locations the whole damn time, man? It's now the Vivint Arena, and yeah, they changed on July first they're going to change it to Delta Center. It's like what they did with. Um, where in what Utah? In Utah? No, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's yeah. what they did with the, the Miami. First, it was like the Miami Center. Yeah, yeah. That was different. They had, they had a sponsor with Crypto.com, and then that guy, uh, or was it whatever that that Max Bankman Freed guy? Remember that guy that like went to yeah, jail yeah. for like? Yeah, that's why they changed it because that right. dude's a scam artist. What's up, Jewish better? What does he agree with Marcus on? Uh, what did Marcus say? I can't. What do you say? What did you say, Marcus? Oh, Costa. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't hate the fight because I think Alaskar is legit as fuck, but like it is just weird the guy didn't fight for a year, then you know gets this fight. He also thinks they're trying to take the strike for Vance's possibly. Confirms Hamza and Usman. That must be the fight, right? They must be yeah. trying to do that fight. Are they gonna do in Abu Dhabi? Is that what you're hearing, or have you heard anything? No idea, man. No, I is that, do you think that's what they're gonna do though? Because I know Usman asked for the fight, right? So. It's hard possible, yeah. He did look old, the guy that but and both guys fight, so. both guys are Muslim as well, right? So it would be perfect for in Abu Dhabi, I think. You know, Chimaev against Usman. It's a good, it's a good fucking. Yeah. You know what's crazy? <laughs> uh, I just started my softball season. You know what's fucking crazy? There's a street right beside the the park. It's called Usman Street. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's so <laughs> random. <laughs> I'm like, did Kamaru live here or something? Um, anyways, 
All right, I think we should get back into the track on the uh, the, yeah. the yeah the fight. Oh, yeah, we want to do the car. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're doing the car. We're doing the car. We're doing the special announcement. I just slipped in the in the uh, timestamps. I put like sixteen thirty-five DNA special announcement. So nice. Nice. <laughs> all right, man. Let's get back to the car. They say. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. Let's go back to the car. We got a women's strawweight boat next. We have Vanessa Demopoulos, little monster taking on Carolina Kovalkiewicz, and the odds for this one. Carolina's favorite minus one thirty. Vanessa Demopoulos plus one ten. You taking Marcel, Carolina, or Vanessa? Yeah, also a, a very difficult fight to pick, in my opinion. You know, um, I think if you look at uh, Vanessa Demopoulos, yeah, she won her last three fights, but I still think she didn't win against Jinju Frey. I think she got lucky there. You know, uh, against Maria Oliveira, she did she did good. I think she won that fight. Gomez Juarez, she got dropped. I remember. I think she got dropped, and then she she pulled out an armbar, right? Um, Carolina Kolakiewicz, two wins in her last two fights. Good win over Felice Harry. Good win over Gomez Juarez. Before that, like a five fight losing skit. Um, yeah, it's a difficult one. I think it's really a pick him here. Um, uh, yeah, I think I gotta go with Vanessa Demopoulos with pain in my heart, but I think she wins. I mean, decision. I I think she wins too. I actually I actually really like her here as an underdog, so I feel pretty good about her here. Um, I, I I don't really understand why people are betting on Carolina. I mean, she to me is on the end of her career. I know she beat Silvana, but it was a very close fight. It wasn't impressive. The Harry fight, she beat a fighter that retired after. Before that, five straight losses. Right, like to me, not impressive at all. Um. And then Vanessa, on the other hand, I think she's looked phenomenal. She's won three straight fights, looked amazing at Silvana when she jumped into Joe Rogan's arms that one time. The Ginny Fry fight was very close, but she ended up pulling it out. And then I thought she looked great against uh, Maria Oliveira, dropped her, uh, took her down, and, and, and then won the decision um, and controlled her for a good portion of that fight, eight minutes of control. So I think she's a good – I think it's a good fight for her, man. I, I do. Like, she's – even though she's she's the same age as me, she's thirty four, but she's still three years younger than Carolyn. Who's you know almost Carolyn is she still looks great. Don't get me wrong, but like she's almost forty now. You know, it's getting up there in age. Um, and Carolyn just I understand that Vanessa's got this short reach. It's like really really short, fifty nine inches. But I still feel like this is a fight she could win, man. I feel like she could just be more active, mix it up more. You know, land some decent shots, but then grind it out against the fence, maybe get a takedown here and there and, and win decision. I, I like her as an underdog. I think she wins the fight. Um, plus 110, I'm taking her, taking Vanessa as an underdog here. So that's my take on this one, man. All right, we'll go to the next fight here, guys. We've got uh, – this is the first uh, – this, this is the last prelim, right, Marcel? This one? Um, oh, yeah. My shot against Vyacheslav Brochev, yeah. Yeah, we got my shot against Slava Claus, and odds for this one are uh, Slava Claus minus 165, my shot plus 140. My shot they opened as a favorite and the line flipped. So what do you think? Two strikers, pretty much, right? Uh, my shot uh, lost to Rafa Garcia last time. Before that, he uh, won against his brother, Steve Garcia. Those are not brothers. Anymore. By the way, I was, when I was doing my research, I was like, oh, yeah, they fought two guys named Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> now he's fighting uh, Vyacheslav Garcia. Um, no, Borchev, of course. Uh, um, listen, man, Mark Diakasi, he showed uh, the blueprint how to beat Borchev, just getting him to the ground. But the thing is, Mahashat is also not a, a ground fighter. He's pretty much a striker. But I don't know. Will Mahashat strike with him or does he bring him to the ground? That's kind of the question I have, man. I'm not sure. I'm still taking Mahashat here. I think he wins the decision. 
uh, if he plays it smart, you know. Uh, Borchev is really like helpless on the ground, what I saw so far. Striking, he can win against my shot. But uh, I think, listen, man, if you look, if you do your tape study and you look at the blueprint, you know what to do. So I'm taking my shot here. I like him here too. I, I, I really don't understand the line movement, guys. I don't – maybe I'm wrong because I've been burned a little bit in the past, but this one I don't get. I really don't. Slava is – extremely one-dimensional um he's a striker he has absolutely the worst takedown defense i think in ufc history potentially like it's really bad last two fights marcel he's been taken down 20 times 20 takedowns against guys and even the fights he won when he fought uh tris duncan he got taken down twice and then knocked him out on contender and then against dakota bush got taken down twice and then knocked him out so we know he's got power he's always got power but the takedown defense is terrible it is so bad and I get it, Marshante is not like he's not a, a grappler, right? But I, I still think he can get takedowns in this fight, Marcel. Yeah, I really do. But not only that, I think he can just outstrike him too. I know Slava's got power again; he's a good striker. But like Marshante is a good striker too. He's also the taller guy, longer guy, much younger. I can't see why the UFC would give him a fight. They probably won't win. I, I think they want to get him back on track here, Marcel. In my opinion, I do think he wins this fight as an underdog. I really like him here. Um, I'm surprised by the odds. I don't really get the line movement. Maybe I'm missing something, but. To me, it's a guy that has some of the worst takedown defense ever against a guy that's very young and can still get better in this game. And I think he can take him down. If this guy has good coaches, then they'll be like just drilling on just takedowns. He can win the fight just by grappling him. Uh, but if not, he's still got power, right? Remember, you knocked on Steve Garcia not even a year ago, guys. And people forget about that. Right. Shot day by decision. That's my pick. I think he grapples him. That's my pick. You actually have a few shot day picks in the, uh, in the comments as well. All right, we'll go to the next one, Marcel. We got this is the first fight of the main card, guys. We got Diego Ferreira taking on Michael Johnson. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lie, the odds on this one are a little head scratching for me too, a little bit. Um, Carlos Diego Ferreira minus 155 favored here against Michael Johnson plus 135. Let me start on this one too, Marcel. Actually. Yeah, go ahead. I, I'm not buying Ferreira as a favorite. How can you? How can he be favored to win this fight? It doesn't really make sense. I understand he's a he's a good fighter. Like he's he's been around the game for a long time. He was on a nice roll for a while, but. He's lost three straight fights. He hasn't fought in almost two years. He pulls out of almost every fight now, it feels like. Um, I think if he pulls out again, they might just release him because he pulls out of a lot of fights. Um, getting finished now in his last couple of fights, his cardio is not very good either. Um, definitely good, got a good ground game. We've seen that in the past. And he's a good fighter, man. He was a good fighter, I should say, because I don't know what good he is anymore. He hasn't been good in a few years now. And I kind of feel like that Anthony Pettis fight, that Maribach Tyson off, that might have been like the apex of his career. I think he's kind of on a decline now. Whereas Michael Johnson he's been fighting often and looking great. I think he should be on a three-fight win streak. He looked great against DKAC. He looked really good against Malarkey and should have won that decision. And he looked great against Alan Patrick. That's since he came back, right? Except for his injuries. I, I think he should be favored to win the fight based on being way more active, based on having more success lately. I guess that the, the odds makers feel like this guy is going to take him down and, and beat him on the ground because on the feet, I think Johnson can definitely match him on the feet. I feel like he can take. I think he can stop the takedowns. He has eighty percent takedown defense over like twenty five fights. Like he's got a huge sample size now. We know he has good takedown defense unless he's fighting fucking Khabib. Um, I think Freya's going to struggle in this fight, man. I don't understand the odds. I think that John, Michael Johnson should be favored to win this fight. The lines actually moved down a little bit since the opener, so people are betting on Johnson. And I think it's right. Michael Johnson by either a knock or a decision. I, I think he could potentially knock this guy out, but I think a decision is very possible too. So either of those could happen. What do you think, man? But I, I like him here as a dog. What do you think? I think it will be a close fight, man, to be really honest, man. Um, uh, I actually leaning more towards Diego Ferreira, to be really honest. You know, uh, I like Michael Johnson, but uh, every time I go behind Michael Johnson, Michael Johnson seems to not 
getting it done, you know. Uh, and I gotta say, man, that fight against Malarkey, I still, still think he won that fight. You know, uh, he should be Definitely on that fight. He should be on a winning streak right now. Um, he he won his last fight against Dia Casey. It was, by the way, a horrible fight to to watch, but um, he got it done. And uh, he actually Dia Casey, Dia Casey, but pretty much <laughs> um, what Dia Casey did in his last couple of fights. Um, yeah, I'm with Ferreira here, man. I think he wins a decision, to be honest. So uh, I'm going against you in this one. <laughs> Fair enough. I just can't pick a guy that, you know, he hasn't been active. He's been losing, too. So I, I just can't pick him. He, he right. was good. If, was, if this fight was two years ago, I would have picked him easily. But I can't do it now. So it's crazy because Michael's actually, you know, everyone thinks he's old, right? But Diego's actually older than him. So <laughs> he's been around. Both guys have been around for a while, man. There's no doubt. It should be a good fight. I think it's a good fight. Um, and UFC's expecting a good one because they put it as the main, uh, the first fight of the main card. All right, we'll go and and I see the last comment about Diego's last few losses. You're 100 right. I mean, he fought some really good competition, right? But it's just like the way the fights went, like the gassing, very concerning to me, uh, especially against a guy like Johnson that can push the pace for 50 minutes. And I just think he's looked really good, Marcel. I really think he's looked great lately. So I just got to go with the guy that's looked, in my opinion, phenomenal. So we'll go with him. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. We got Andre Fialu taking on Joaquin Buckley, another fight that probably doesn't go the distance, Marcel. I, I doubt it. <laughs> These two guys. Uh, either guy has a very good chin, and both guys have power. So we got Buckley minus 225, Fiali plus 190. What do you think? Yeah, uh, listen, man, I know everybody's super high on Andre Fialo all the damn time, and also on Joaquin Buckley. I see them as two fun fighters, but I don't really see them as top 15 guys, you know? No. Um, I have more belief in Joaquin Buckley getting it done. You know, I think he has a better gas tank than Andre Fialo has. Uh, both guys have knockout power. Um, I honestly think that both guys can knock each other out in the first round, but I think the longer the fight goes, I favor Buckley to win it. So um, I'm going with Joaquin Buckley and I'm taking him via TKO in the second, late second, early third round. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking Buckley too by knockout, but I'm a little concerned about the card because he's fighting at 170, right? That's a big weight cut for this guy. Um, I definitely would take a look at the weigh-ins. I don't love the odds here, to be honest with you. Like, this is a card where I like a few underdogs, right? So I think I'd rather bet on those guys than, than lay out juice on Buckley, but I do think he wins the fight. It's hard It's hard to pick Fiala. Like, the chin is not good. The cardio is not good. And he just has – he's looked bad lately, guys, quite frankly. Um, and the two wins he had, the Biesa one was good, but the other guy, Van Camp, is not UFC quality, right? So, like, really, I mean, hasn't performed that great. And Buckley, um, you know, five and four now with – with with uh, four knockout wins, but also three knockout losses, right? So, like, the chin is bad. So, this fight's not going three rounds. I would be very surprised. I do think that Buckley's the, probably the better fighter. I'm going to pick him to win. I'll take him by knockout, but I, I'm just not as confident just because, like, I, I'm worried about the weight cut and the chin a little bit affecting being affected. Mm. Ben, what's up, man? You you missed the live uh, reaction. Um, you got to go back a few minutes, dude. I have the timestamp, my friend. 1635. That's when we went crazy on the reaction. So, definitely go back and listen to that, my friend. Fiala's probably is too monumental. I agree. I mean, Buckley can actually wrestle him here a little bit too, probably. So I'm with that. Actually, it depends if he has that guy in the corner, that D Dust guy or whatever his name is. That, oh, that yeah. Great Dust guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Just joking. Um, go to the next fight here. This fight should not be in the main card. And then lead Dakota against Luby Godinez. I don't know why this is on the main card. I don't get it. Uh, I Luby know Godinez why. minus 150 plus 130 on Dakota. Why? Because they like these fighters? I mean, no, because originally it was Dakota against Puliana Viana. Uh, that's right. That would have been a fun fight. Viana's look great. But anyways, give me your thoughts on this one. Oh, sorry. It's a catchweight fight at 120, this fight, by the way. 
Yeah, uh, Lupi took it on short notice, right? Um, the Cody, the Cody coming from Invicta, champion there, had a good debut against Jessica Penne, who won the fight. And then she didn't look good against Angela Hill last time, you know, and she lost. Um, Lupi Godinas. Um, Lupi looks sometimes kind of good, but if she takes short notice fights, she doesn't really do good normally. You know what I mean? And the thing is, like, the last fight against Calvillo, I still think Calvillo won that fight, actually, and Lupi didn't. But, okay, she got the win. Good for her. It was a close fight. Um, and Lupi is, again, favorite. She's been favorite in every UFC fight she fought in, I think. Um, and I'm taking to Cody here. I think she wins the decision. I, I'm, I'm actually with you on this one, too. I'm with you on this one, man. Another underdog thing. I actually picked quite a few dogs in this card. I think you did, too. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a dog I like, too, as well. I can't pick Godina as a favorite. There's no way she should be favored. Like, she's so inconsistent. And, like, her striking is bad. Um, if she can't get takedowns, she's fucked. Like, she can't win fights. Um, she's been extremely overvalued in the UFC so far. She has not looked that good in the UFC. Her overall record is... Uh, it is it's four and three, but like let's be honest, like I don't think she beat Calvillo. Although again, she should have beat Penny, so it kind of yeah. like evens out a little bit there. But like overall, Marcel, like the Hill fight was so bad to watch, and then like yeah. the wins are not great either. Like she fought Carlos, I don't think she's in the UFC, and then Loma, who is small, like very should be an atom weight. Um, yeah. I'm not impressed by her, man. I'm really not, and I also feel like her management's not doing her favor. Again, you know, same thing I've been saying for two years with this girl, like. They give her every short notice opponent she can get, and she's losing these fights. She doesn't have a, a great record in the UFC. She has to win this fight. I don't know if she will, though. I think to Cody, she looked like shit against Angela Hill. I get it. I'm hoping it was just a bad night at the office. I'm kind of thinking it was because she looked mm -hmm. great against Penny. Yeah, exactly. Tons of experience in Bellator, fighting for the belt there. Um, Victor lot, Champ. Victor Champ. Way more experience. Uh, Emily to Cody by decision. I'm with you, man. I'm with you on this one, too. So. Another consensus dog. We have a few tonight, right? We had Demopolis. We woof. had Woof. We had Dakota, Demopolis, and who was the other one? Mashate. Right? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And then you also picked Latifi. And I also picked Chase Hooper as a dog. Uh, what was the other fight? Uh, you took Freya as a dog, too. Yeah. So I think we both took like, and I took, yeah, I took Hooper. I said, so we both have a bunch of dogs here, man. Interesting. <laughs> I hope it's right. I mean, the dogs win. Last week, we, we hit a few of them, man. We hit Brown. We hit. Uh, uh, Douglas Silva D'Andrage. There was a few other ones. I had, so. I had Tamba as well, by the way. Yeah, you have Tamba. It's a pick em fight, so it's. Oh, yeah, it's pick em. I'm sorry, guy. No worries. You don't have to apologize, man. Not to me. <laughs> Grateful dude. I like over two. I think it goes three rounds. I think Dakota by decision. All right, let's go to the next fight here. We got the co main event Edmund Shabazian taking on Anthony Hernandez Fluffy. And right now, Fluffy is a favorite here at minus two, uh, minus 240, plus 200 on Edmund. I'll start on this one, too. It's fucked, right? Because two years ago, if you asked me who would win, who would win, I would pick Edmund yeah. without hesitation, right? I know you feel the same, right? You yeah, of course. I can't, I can't pick him now, dude. I can't do it. I don't trust him anymore. I know he beat Dalcha, but that's not a quality win. That guy's not UFC caliber. Before that, looked terrible of all, all the losses. His ground game was bad. He's taking a guy that is a phenomenal grappler with an endless gas tank. This is just a bad fight for Edmund. Unless Edmund's really like leveled up the grappling that much that we don't know about, I don't really see him winning this fight. He obviously has... The chance to knock out Fluffy in the first round, like Colin did, that's his only chance. I think this fight is a good fight for Hernandez, man. He's looked phenomenal the last couple of fights, crazy amount of takedowns. We know the cardio is there, Marcel. We know the submissions are there. Uh, I think he, I think he out grapples him, and honestly, I think there's a submission chance for sure. I, I think it's actually kind of likely here. So, yeah, I, you know what? Honestly, thinking about it, Edmonds not got the greatest gas tank, man. So I'm leaning a little bit towards Fluffy. 
by sub. That would be my lean. What do you think? I feel the same way, man. Uh, I really like Atman, but cardio, dude. You know, he looked better last time, but it was against Dolce, you know, and I don't really have Dolce high, you know. Um, I, 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 I kind of feel the same, you know. It's like um, I think he can knock him out in the first round for sure because Atman has that power to do it, you know. But if he doesn't knock him out in the first round, I think probably uh, Hernandez takes over. So I'm Going with Hernandez second round submission, unless Atman really changed something and he can go three rounds, then I can see Atman winning. But uh, my, my initial pick is uh, Hernandez second round submission. It's been almost four years since Edmund knocked up Brad Tavares. Yeah, it's unbelievable. That, yeah, that was actually the DNF title. It was almost four years ago. Yeah, it's like I remember when he was. I think it was a favorite going into against Derek Brunson back then. You know, and of course it was. He was on yeah, a roll, and they got yeah, destroyed. And then Jack Hermanson destroyed him, and then Nazardine Imovov smashed it too. I yeah, he looked good against Hermanson in the first round. In the first round, the brain, then he just got destroyed in the ground after that. Remember, like mm-hmm. Jack's just in full mount, raining down blows. Yeah. Um, I I don't trust the guy. I just don't. I don't trust him. All right, we'll go to the next comment or next uh, fight. I should say, guys, this is the last fight in the card. This is the main event. We got Angela Hill taking on Mackenzie Dern. In the women's strawweight division, it is a five-round main event fight. Mackenzie Dern favored to win the fight, minus 170. Angela Hill, plus 145. I'll just start it off, Marcel, picking Mackenzie Dern. Um, I think she's just a way better grappler, obviously. Uh, the striking's improved. I do think if this fight's going to be on the feet for extended period, she could be in trouble because Hill has shown she's a very good kickboxer. You can say a lot about her, and you know she's been very inconsistent over the years, but the grappling's been more the issue. The, uh, the striking's pretty good. So... Dern's going to have to wrestle her, but I actually think, you know, I know her takedown accuracy is very bad, but she's still able to get fights to where she wants to be. If you look at even the losses, like she lost to Jan and, and Marina, but she even got those those uh, fighters in bad positions in the ground, right, and almost submitted both of them. So I feel like against someone like Hill, I know she hasn't been submitted in a, It's been a while, I think, right? I think was it uh, Brandon Marcos? Yeah, 2019. It's been four years. I still think Dern can submit her, though, man. Um, I just think the, there's levels on the ground game here with the, the grappling and the jiu-jitsu. I, again, I'll give Hill credit. She's she's improved. You know, There's no doubt. And her takedown defense is decent. But I still think she can get taken down. I'm looking at that Vina Dengioba fight from a couple of years ago. Um, was it last year, actually? No, I think yeah, it was, it was 2022. Oh, yeah. sorry. It was like basically a year ago, May 14th. I think it might look like that, Marcel. You know, where he takes her down. But I actually think she can get the submission in this case. So... Yeah, I think Mackenzie will get her down later. That's my pick. What do you think? Yeah, first of all, I'm going to talk to both girls tomorrow, so check those interviews out. Of course. Talks. Yeah. Um, I feel the same way, dude. I mean, Angela Hill, she's striking probably better than Dern, but I think Dern gets to the ground. But that's the main thing with Dern. Does she get it to the ground? That's a, that's mostly her problem, to getting it to the ground, you know? But I think she can. She's, she will be able to get Hill to the ground. And I'm going early, man. I think she she can submit her in the first round if she gets her to the ground. If she gets her to the ground, that's the main thing. And if it happens, she will submit her. So I'm with Dern here as well. First round submission. Although I think as long as it, if it goes any longer and she gets, she's going to struggle to get her to the ground, she'll have a problem probably on the feet. So, um, But I'm going with Dern, first round submission. Yeah, I'm with you. I think she submits her too. We've got a couple of comments here. Evan's an extreme, that's true. I think he was there last fight, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. I love Angela three rounds return as an underdog bigger octagon for Charlotte, but now it's five rounds in the apex. I'm not confident. I think it does favor the grappler usually, right? The, uh, the small mm-hmm. cage. 
Three exceptional BJ practice for struggle taking your opponents. I agree. I mean, the, like I just mentioned, like the accuracy is bad, it's 11%. But she still gets it to the ground somehow, right? Like Marina, fight, again, she didn't submit these fighters, but she still put them in bad spots. And yeah. that fight with Jan, Marcel, I think it kind of looks better now that Jan knocked out Jessica, right? Like it looks a little better. There was a majority yeah. decision. It was, I think a lot of people, including myself, scored that fight a draw. Um, it was a very close fight, right? So. I think the Lemos fight was, I mean, the Lemos fight was super close. I actually scored that for Hill, I remember. Yes, I agree. With That's that the only split decision I really scored for Hill. Same here. That's one that she probably should have won, right? So, yeah. I mean, there's a few other comments here. Let's get them. Uh, which fight does Marcel recommend for a toilet break? Either Latifi against Rodrigo Nascimento. <laughs> Oh my god, it has to be right. The other one I was thinking is uh, what's it called? Fury against Hooper, yeah, because I just don't think it's UFC caliber, man. I really don't. We got our boy Craig from uh, the Discord in the chat. What's up, Craig? I saw a Blink 82 last night, Craig. I know you went on Friday, I think, right? It was a good concert, man. It was fun, it was awesome. Glad to see you in the chat, my friend. You missed uh, I don't know if you've been here, but you missed uh, all the picks. We just finished. <laughs> oh, you missed the announcement, <laughs> and you missed the, what, the special daily special announcement. That was awesome. That was cool that we got the live reaction for that. That was really cool. So maybe one day we'll get that again. Actually, I'm kind of glad we did the podcast today now that we got that uh, reaction. <laughs> um, all right. So that's it for UFC Vegas 73. Let me just get a few other comments here, and then we'll probably get out of here in a second, guys. Um, do you think Jamal Hill and Alkalive in September pay-per-view? Is that the fight? Nah, I'm definitely going to try for Hill against uh, Prohaska. Yeah, I think so, too, if they can. Right? Because Yuri... Again, I understand he, he's got like the warrior spirit and the Bushido spirit more so than that Josh Quinlan guy. But like, I don't think he really needed to give up his belt, man. I, I really don't think he needed to. They could have easily just had a, a vacant belt or an interim t- title. I'm, I'm saying like yeah. he didn't need to vacate it. Is there a fighter who has most wins as an underdog? I think it like Hills up there. Hills got to be up there. Matt Brown might be up there too. I mean, possibly. Let me count out Matt Brown's wins. I want to see how many fights he's won as a dog. Give me one sec. Jan Blachowicz. Awesome. Yeah, you know what? Jan might be up there because he's got like ten wins as a dog. I think that's a great pick. I just want to see what is it, Brown? Let me count Brown. Brown has, okay, so one, da, 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 two. He knocked out Diego Lima, right? Didn't he? Oh, uh, yeah, I think he was, so. he was an underdog in that fight. What the fuck? All right, I got to, like, look through this. It's kind of hard to, I have to, it, yeah, he's got, like, 25 fights. I have to look through it, but, yeah, it's a little, uh, yeah, it's a little strange. I'll just say that. Uh, but I think Brown, Blovitz, Hill is probably up there as well. What's next rank alive? UFC doesn't like him. I mean, let's be honest. They don't like him yeah. themselves. Sorry, yeah. they don't. What's yeah. next for him? Rakic? Yeah, likely. I think that. Where's Rakic coming back? He's another guy. I don't think they like that much. He's kind of not the most exciting guy, right? So, man, 205 become a wasteland all of a sudden. You got like a few guys that are exciting, and the rest of them are just kind of like, eh. Also, Krilov's out there, too. I forgot about him. The kid in yeah. Krilov. Although he fought Ankle Live. Uh, <coughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, if you guys have any other last second questions, throw them in here. We'll answer them really quick before we get out of here. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about or so? Was there anything I, I forgot to mention? Or No, man. That's it pretty much for me. Let's just see if you got any other questions and we'll get out of here, man. Um, but yeah, I'm good too. Uh, yeah, I think the card's not bad. I mean, it, it, like it's not the greatest main event, but I think the, you know, there's some good prelim fights. And I think that uh, you'll see a lot of finishes on this card too, I believe. So uh doesn't look like we're getting comments here so that's okay i think people are, are good to go it's seven o'clock and it's like dinner time although for you what is it uh it's one one a.m yeah it's one and i still have enough enough to do still because of those announcements so yeah yeah i'll, I'll get you out of here marcel yeah. Jan and alex uh it's not I mean, out yet dude 
Odds aren't out yet. Who do you think will be favored? Probably Alex. I think so too. I think so too. Even though Yon, again, Yon might win as an underdog again. <laughs> it was just a good fight. All right, we'll get a young is smart. We saw it in the Adesanya fight. Yon is smart. Yes, you can maybe take him down. All right, guys, let's get out of here. Once again, appreciate everyone joining in for the UFC Vegas 73 preview today, guys. If you missed it, go back and listen to the podcast. Predicted all the fights in the card. We actually picked a bunch of underdogs in this card, so we'll see what happens. We think they're going to bark. Oof. There you go. Got you. Um, should be good. Uh, the other thing was the Dana White special announcement. Again, about 16 and a half minutes into the podcast, we uh, had the live reaction. And if you want to see somebody hyped... Adam there. Well, yeah, literally like two of my favorites of all time, Dustin and Justin fighting for five rounds. I mean, how could you get it? You know, I couldn't get better than that. Anyways, take, check that out, guys. Appreciate you guys joining in. Uh, back next Monday to do the podcast and uh, recap the card and preview next card. Hope everyone has an amazing weekend. We'll talk to you guys soon. Take care, everyone. Peace.